Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, y'all, hold on one second. Before we move on to our next topic, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Point number one, it's free. F-R-E-E. That means no money down. You can download the app and you can use it immediately. No money down, no bread, no nothing. Point number two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. What am I saying? I'm saying you don't have to download any strange or or hard to learn software. You don't have to leave the comfort of your home. If you have a cell phone or a laptop, then that's all you need to start making your podcast on Anchor today. Point number three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. Let me say it again. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify. I'm talking Apple Podcasts. I'm talking Google Podcasts. I'm talking everywhere, any podcast platform you can think of, Anchor will distribute it for you. So you post your podcast right here on Anchor, and then on your end, your job is done. Anchor's literally doing the work for you. Point number four, point number four, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Let me say that again for the people in the back. I said on Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means if one individual listens to your podcast, you can still make some money. Mm. Who don't like money? I know I do. In the last point, point number five, it's literally everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So listen, I don't know about y'all, but I love Anchor. I've been using it for a while. It's been amazing for the Porch Podcast. And I got other friends who have podcasts as well who have told me nothing but positive things about this app. So listen, you need to download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let me say that one more time. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to A-N-C-H-O-R, that's Anchor dot fm to get started this is the porch this is darnell smith let's get it baby anchor i love you yo 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 what's popping you kicking it with the coldest podcast in the world i'm your co-host b jones aka bolo but you already knew that of course i couldn't do it without the coldest co-host in the world what's going on y'all it's your boy d neil aka big smitty aka d nice and this is the porch Dream. I'm on the road, I'm with the team, I got a show, rolling up green, nigga get bold, jump on the stage, crazy I go, shot to the top of what's raising them lows, patiently working, attacking my goals, come to my section, I'm making a toast, this for the game, this for the bro. How you doing, Polo Benz? Hey man, like I said, it's Thursday, where we are, it may not be Thursday if y'all listening, but I'm so excited, because it's one day close to Friday, I can take it, hey. Like I said, I'll take it any day of the week, man. My Thursdays, bro, it's so, I'm so like just in a good mood on Thursdays, bro. Cause it's just, it's one step closer to the weekend. One step closer to just decompressing, you know what I mean? Just doing mindless tasks, getting your mind off stuff and just kicking it, bro. 
You know yep. what I'm saying? What about you? Hey, I feel the same way, man. I, Thursday's my day where before the pandemic, it's the day I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna turn up, I'm gonna do my okay. thug fizzle, you feel me? And uh, so I feel the same way, man. It's just, hey, something to look forward to. And I actually got the day off tomorrow. So this, I got a three-day weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I got a three-day weekend, you say, bro. So you said you got all night, huh? We got all night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna start singing on that one, man. But yeah, we got a uh, but we got a good one today. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good one, man. I've been excited, man. I've been I've been sitting on this all week, brother. Yeah, man. Valentine Valentine's Day edition. I know my boy Bolo real, you know he he real, you know in, into his feelings and stuff. So an episode like this is, is is one he was gonna really be in tune. But before we jump into that, uh, I gotta give a shout out to the uh, the black owned business, uh, Sauce. That's S O S S stands for So Organic. So suave. It's a handcrafted natural grooming essential for beards, natural hair, and sister skin. Oh, All dope. products is organic. Shout out to my guy Glenn, my guy Vernon. He go by both now. Yeah, man, get you right. I got some. I got some way. Yeah, bro, I gotta get this. Oh, you gotta get all that right, bro. Soft. I gotta bro. get all this right, bro. Bro, you I'm know the funny you. thing about it, bro. What? I ain't never really shaved. For real, like Not you know, either. old school cats, bro. Old school's back in the day, like you just always see, like you know, dad, granddaddy, you know, in there shaving each and every day. And I ain't never really shaved, bro. I've I never just shaved. go to the barbershop and get it done. So it's like, you know, after a couple days, it's like you rub, but I'm like, I ain't really about to because I don't want the right, right. All the kind of pop pops, them bitches, them bitches get up under your neck, boy. Ain't no turning back if you get them pop pops under your shit. What's that noise you made again? That's how they come up. That's how they just pop out of nowhere and shit. You go to go to the get get a good shave, and next day you look up, them bitches, <laughs> them bitches be everywhere, boy. Your ass be wearing turtlenecks the rest of your life. Boy. The, the reason they pop up, <laughs> the reason they pop up, because you ain't got the right the right stuff, man. Get your sauce s o s s b dot co, and you gonna get right, man. You ain't gonna have no ba 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 none of them yeah, with this, bro. That. You know what I mean? Get that smooth, that smooth skin. Uh huh. Uh -huh. That's what I'm saying. So we getting into it. We getting into it, y'all. So obviously it's Thursday. You know what I mean? It's two eleven, two thousand twenty-one. All right. We know Valentine's Day is right around the corner. So this is <laughs> this is the this is the Valentine's Day edition. So with that being said, I thought it was only right for us to talk about millennial relationships, right? So when you're talking about millennial relationships, we can talk about anything under the sun. Because if you know, like I know millennials, like I said, we, we groundbreaking. We do a lot of different things. We ride our own waves. And a lot of shit that we've done, you know, ain't the same way our parents and grandparents used to do. It's a lot different. Some for the better, some for the worse. But we're going to get into a little bit of that. But, okay, this one is for the fellas. Okay, this is for y'all, all right? Y'all gonna thank me later. Women, Valentine's Day is just not about you. There, I said it. Oh my God, I said it. Valentine's Day is just not about y'all. Y'all kill me, always putting the attention on y'all, but it's just the day of love for everybody. You gonna get some backlash on that, Bolo. I think so I am, bro. When we I post this clip, they're gonna be salty, so be ready. Valentine's Day, it's about everybody, okay? It's about everybody. I know women love it. They love the gifts. You know what I mean? They love that extra day that men show an extra amount of love to them. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, women go ahead and take your man out to dinner. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Buy him that video game or something. Buy him them shoes he's been waiting for. Buy him that belt, that cologne or something. You know what I mean? 
Rub his feet. Man. You know, you know what I'm saying, bro? But that's 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 you know, that's a whole nother another ordeal, bro. But I mean, what, what about you? What you what you think about Valentine's Day, bro? Is it is it played up? Is it is it not what it used to be? You know what I'm saying? Talk to me a little bit about what you think about Valentine's Day. I know a lot of people ain't gonna like this. You might not even like this, Bolo. But first of all, I don't even look at Valentine's Day as a real holiday. Ooh. It ain't. Hell no, it ain't. It's another way for these stores and for these restaurants to make bread. Another man-made holiday for mm. men to go ahead and spend thousands of dollars on gifts for they for they side piece in some cases. They 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 <laughs> they, 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 they they temporary girl, they whatever, just so these businesses can make money. Let me ask you this question, Bolo. Have you ever got the day off from work on Valentine's Day? Yes or no? No. Have you ever, as a as a kid, did you ever get the day off of school because of Valentine's Day? Nah, Mr. Valentine ain't did nothing for me. He ain't did nothing for you. In my pocket. And that's all in my pocket. Did. It's a man-made holiday. Okay. Because listen, now let, let, let me, that's my first thought. My second part now. Okay. Okay. I don't have a problem with people celebrating Valentine's Day and doing things know you know, on the day. I don't uh-huh. mind it. But is it necessary? Is it a need? Hell no. I'm listen. I've been with my girl over over 10 years, high school sweetheart. I know it's a real unique, you know, it ain't too many of these, you know, now and day. It ain't too many 10-year-long high school right. sweetheart relationships, you feel me? And we've, we've done everything. I, I took, We went on vacation. We bought mm-hmm. jewelry. We went out to eat, flowers, chocolate. We've done it all. And, but we don't just do it on a particular day. We do it on... Tuesday, we do it on Thursday, February 11th, just because right. we do every it on day. Monday. The tw- we every do it day. every day is a day of love. This is my woman. This is my wife. Every day is Valentine's Day. I don't love you more. Earlier, I think I think you, you used the term. You said uh, people want to show like extra love on Valentine's Day. What what, what is extra love? Like like, mm. like, I'm, like I'm holding back most of the year, but on Valentine's Day, I'm gonna put a. That's when I'm gonna let it all out. I'm gonna let it relinquish. I'm gonna just. Here's the love right here on the platter. Take hey, bro, what that tells me is that is that you ain't loving right in the first place. Ooh, if, if you got if you ooh. got a, if you got extra love to show on Valentine's Day, you wasn't loving right in the first place. So that, that's my first little lap, and I don't I don't give you I don't give you anything because I'm I've been waiting I've been waiting to talk about this. Oh my gosh, man! But hey, Valentine's Day, you know you can appreciate it though, and also for a lot of women too, it kind of lets you know where you stand. And man, too, it let you know where you stand in certain relationships. You know what I'm saying? You know, if your expectations is this and you see something else, you know, or, you know, you see so-and-so actually go out to dinner with someone else. So it kind of gives you also a place, too. And it kind of gives you an idea of where you may stand in a relationship, too. True. So Valentine's Day can be, it can be tricky. It can be a lot of drama behind it, too, man. So um, I can just remember just being in elementary school with the little with the little pieces of candy you just wanted to get some candy from a girl that you liked or something like you know what i mean now i didn't turn into you know big steak dinners and gucci bags and you know my clear jackets and diamond bracelets and all that stuff you know I, I mean i think it's always good to to see love and you know shine that light on that positive stuff but man let me go broke I'll be going broke over some over over a day. You know, let me, what I'm jump, in. Let me jump in real quick. Now, now yeah, to cut bro. you off. Peace, bro. It's cool to show love if that's the reason why you're doing it. 
Don't go buying bracelets and, and bags to stunt on social media. Ooh. As a man Damn. or as a woman Damn. trying to show what your man gave you, or as the man trying to flex like I got bread, see what I did for my girl. That's the problem. And I and I, I ain't That's no old man. school dude. Usually you the old school guy on a podcast, but it's, I got an old school, the old school moment. You can't be acting all, don't be studying and flexing for social media. If you mm -hmm. love your girl, give her the bag because you love her. And, and let that be that let that be the real thing. But don't be doing it just to flex, man. Because I don't know, man. Y'all being bold off. Man, it's 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 crazy, bro. We uh we'll see how it go down. I'm excited to just you know I don't. It's funny, bro, because I don't really post like that on, on Instagram. I don't really have a need to because, like I said, I don't I don't really own anybody anything. Like I had a, I got a lot of positive stuff going on in my life. You know what I mean? In all aspects, you know, and a lot of people don't know it, but my close friends and family, and you know, for somebody who follow me on Instagram, you would never see it. You know, right? And that's just how it is. I really don't care about it, but I enjoy seeing everybody else though. You know, that's just kind of what I am. I'm a, I'm a more of a private person um, when it comes to certain aspects and stuff. And, you know, you just don't want everybody in your business, man. You know, certain people, they always say certain people, you know, want to be in the know because they nosy. You know what I mean? They don't want to be in the know because they care. Mm. You know, they just want to know what you got going on on your side, you know. So they, they can hate on you from a distance. Absolutely. They smile in your face. <laughs> them some, they smile up in your face all the time. They want to take your place. Look back, stabbers. Back, stabbers. Mm -hmm. I mean, bro. Mm -hmm. So, hey, we're going to get right into it, though. So we're talking about married millennials, right? So, all right, obviously, you know, we all know about relationships, right, from the 60s, 70s, the 80s, the 90s, you know, the mm -hmm. 2000s, and we're in 2021, right? Relationships are relationships. But I also feel, from my point, is relationships have, has changed. Um, they have evolved. Um I also think women play a big part in that evolution in relationships. You know, back then, you know, it used to be women really work in the house, you know, and do things and, and let the man go out and get things done. But nowadays, fast forward to millennial women, they go getters, they out getting it. You know what I mean? They're not just at home cooking and cleaning, but they working and doing all that at the same time too. So I do think that does play a part in women wanting a partner in a relationship, but we'll talk a little bit more about that. But I want to ask you this question before we dive right into it. Has the complexity of relationships from, let's just say the eighties, has the complexity of relationships from the eighties to this current time now with millennials changed when it comes to relationships? Man, I, I think so. Cause you, so if you think about the eighties, you're talking about what people who are like in their mid thirties, you know, make, you know, head, you know, headed to forward, like 30 to 40, that, that kind of range. Right. So, and I, and I would say, yeah, you know, even in that short difference, I just think short, you know, short amount of time, it, there's definitely uh, uh, some differences there. The, the main thing, and I know we keep diving into it, but it's such a powerful thing is, is the internet and social media, because I think that controls a lot of young people's thoughts process and their mind. Uh, mindsets on how they want to operate, how they want to move. It also gives a lot of people, unfortunately, that access, easier access to be out here, you know, clowning within a relationship and, and, and not, you know, being loyal to, to, to that one compared to that, you know, the 80s or whatever. You know, people, they didn't even have no, they had cell phones in the 80s. Man, they, had, they had the big, they had the, they had had the, the big, brown, the big joints. You had know to pull I mean? the antenna out, put it on the, yeah. Big joints, yeah. So I mean, they could talk, they can get some numbers, but it was different. It wasn't as easy to, to kind of mess around stuff like that. So I just feel like now, man. So you saying? So you saying the accessibility part? So it's like it's so yeah. easy to get access to 
to whoever uh, else, whoever you want to. So I think people, and with our mind, a lot of millennials, man, with anything, it's like instant gratification, instant whatever. So I just think even with their right. with their relationships, it's like we quick to just get be with somebody one Valentine's Day, the next year you with somebody else. It's kind of like you know that, that little joke. It'd be like on uh, on Thanksgiving or Christmas, you got your family little get together. And that one cousin always bringing somebody <laughs> different every, every single year, man. Exactly. Every single year. Exactly. And I, I think that plays a role to just us instant gratification. Where back in the day, I thought it was more slow, it was slower pace. It wasn't as much access. Not to say dudes were out here clowning and fooling around, because uh, they definitely was. But I think it was just more of a, uh, they were more in it for, for the long game. You know, it was more like yeah. it's 30 year marriage, 20 year marriage. Now that people, people uh, you, Somebody do one thing you don't like, you quit the lead and try to get on to the next. And it's like, damn, like what, what happened to the long, you know, the building that foundation from the bottom and really growing a, a family and creating something special and passing that down. Like we don't, I probably don't have a lot of that no more. hundred percent. And you said something, bro. I mean, you were talking about, you know, wanting to develop a family, want to grow, right? The long game, right? Mm -hmm. So Shout out to my meal. All right. That's my mom-in-law. Um, I was picking her brain just because, you know, I'm I'm 28. You know what I mean? I was born in 92. I'm a 90s baby. So by the time I was actually dating, it was in the 2000s. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't experience what the 80s was like as far as relationships, you know, the 90s, you know, even the early 2000s, I didn't, you know, so she, she's had that experience. Um, so just picking her brain. And the first thing she said was, you know, a lot of people don't come from that love, you know what I'm saying? Seeing your husband, I'm seeing your parents love on each other. You know what I mean? Seeing how your mom treats your dad or how your dad treats your mom. A lot of people don't grow up in households like that. So when they grow up, they don't have nothing to mimic. They're kind of starting from scratch. So they don't know how to do it, how to react to it, mm. right? Um, so that plays a big part with like the evolution of like where we are now. Cause a lot of, you know, our friends and, and, and our peers and stuff like that, unfortunately they, they come from you know, one parent households where they wasn't seeing, you know, strong relationships, wasn't seeing arguments and seeing people actually get through the arguments and get back to that good space. Right. right? So for us, bro, you know, when I think about the complexity of relationships from the 80s or even way before then to now, I think it has changed to the, to the point where, like you mentioned, you know, the impatience part of things. And it was funny, my, my mother-in-law mentioned, she said millennials and minimums. She said mm. she likes to correlate both of those words because she says millennials do the minimum amount of work when it comes to a relationship. And that's the funniest thing I heard because it's the exact true. And it kind of goes exactly along with what you said, a microwave generation. We want things fast. You know, uh, I think we're in this generation now where women, women want to ring, women want to ring, women want to be married, women want to have weddings. Right. A lot of people, a lot of people said, don't get engaged just to have a wedding. Mm. Like a lot of people, you know want to be seen on that platform and look beautiful and things like that. But it's way deeper than that. It's about that connection with that person. Exactly. Right. Um, but um, talking about, you know, the relationships and, and the complexity of it, you know, I think millennials give up too quick. All right. Yes. So it's a lot of different sides, but I'm going to attack this side first. I think, you know, we give up too quick. So one thing that I like to one, one analogy I was thinking about was, you know, we had a restaurant, right. You know, I'm at a nice restaurant. I get, a on I get a, a appetizer I get an entree and then I also get a dessert right full meal I'm totally satisfied but for whatever reason if the lady don't bring my ranch or my ketchup for my fries I'm pissed off and I'm ready to throw the whole meal away 
You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and that's just like, and that's just like a relationship, bro. I'm not, I'm in here. The meal is good. Everything else is good, but my condiments aren't there, but I'm, I'm ready to walk out and throw, throw things away. But in a perfect world, if I don't have something I need at a restaurant, what do I do? Ask them. I ask them know, and they go, yeah, you get I it. I ask for it. I communicate. Communication. So, communication, bro. I think I, I think, you know, for a lot of us, bro, it's like, we don't really want to put in the work to have those uncomfortable, um, uh, those, uh, uncomfortable conversations bro to communicate about what we need you know what i'm saying right. instead you know to, let me get the bill i'm out you know what i mean people just kind of want to draw draw back and run and get out the jam because they don't really want to face you know the harsh reality of this is the conversation this is where i messed up at this is where i met my faults or vice versa and then you talk it out you talk it out and then you you move on from there bro yep. you know right now i think and you said it bro it was it was perfect because you mentioned, you know, back in the day, everybody messed up. Everybody did, you know, nothing yeah. really has changed to where- Nothing new under the sun. <laughs> yeah, do, do dumb shit. Yeah, people yeah. do dumb shit and stuff. And the thing about that is those were salvageable still though. You can still come back from those relationships because like you said, it's the long game. Yeah. You know, you want something that's concrete, right? Yeah. But for us, bro, I think a lot of millennials, bro, they go into relationships anticipating the bullshit that's gonna happen. So when you anticipate the bullshit that's gonna happen then you automatically you know draw yourself into bad situations or having bad attitudes or giving off bad energy because you're anticipating something happen instead of just living for the shit and just and just enjoying the moment you're thinking about you know this person you know their ability or what they might do in a relationship are you super insecure before anything even happened right. so people already fail in the relationship before they even get into it you know what i mean with millennials bro and that's how i feel about it at, the, at this point that's a fire point, bro. But now you got me thinking about something else because you just mentioned, okay, we talk about how our generation, uh, we're, we're not patient, you know, when, when it comes to when it comes to love. And one thing you go by the Bible, one thing they say love is, they say love is patient. So if you ain't, if you ain't being patient, you ain't really showing love. But that's another, we can go, we can go dive in that another time. But another thing you just said was just how the old school relationships, how, you know, they did, what, ain't nothing new on the sun. So people were cheating and fooling around and arguing, all that type of stuff back in the days, but they stayed in it. But now I'm thinking though, my question for you is, did they stay in it because the times were different and the men were the ones who was out here making the money, bringing it home, where the women were at home kind of take care of the household? And you understand, women wasn't working back in the day. So like, it's almost like, damn, I can leave him and then do what? Feel stuck. Women now, they making more money than us. Like, so when a woman say, I don't need you, they really don't need you for real. Like, well, from a financial standpoint, I don't want to say, you know, from a financial standpoint. So that's it's true. like, that's what, that's, a, that's another, I mean, what, what's your thoughts on that? Like, oh, yeah, bro. And that's, point? that's, that's, I mean, that's a perfect, a perfect question just because I think that's kind of like another, another angle we can take when it comes to millennial relationships is mm -hmm. the women. And obviously, you know, we have women and, you know, I've talked to a few women and obviously right now for our listeners, we don't have a woman on the show, a woman on the show right now. So we can't hear from their perspective, but I'm going to give you some game as, as far, as far as what I've heard from women, you know, Talk what my them. perspective is. And then maybe down the road, we will get women on the show to give their opinions. But for right now, I'm going to pick on, I'm going to pick on y'all just a little bit. Cause this is just <laughs> kind of where I'm coming from. All right. So check me out. So back in the day, right. You know, you had women doing it all, taking care of the kids, they cleaning, they doing the grocery shopping, you know, everything under the sun when it comes to the household, they're taking care of it. You know, dad, husbands on the road, long hours, food supper ready, boom. It's kind of like a man has, you know, 
provided for this house. So now the woman has to, you know, cater to the man. That's kind of how the, how it worked kind of growing up. And then as you continue to grow and as you continue to get to this point now, there's a lot of independent women, women out there. There's a lot of women, you know, that are, you know, self-starters, they can get it down on their own, making a lot of money, you know, doing it all, you know, wearing a lot of hats. What comes with that though, is an, an identity. So with that identity, I think when women start to gain that level of success and things like that, it's kind of hard from them for them to draw back and see into a, another person without seeing the stuff that they have. Mm. Now, what I, what I mean by that is millennials, in order to date a millennial, you have to go through a checklist as opposed to back in the day is more of a character assessment. Let me get to know this person. Let me see if he's smart. Let me see if he's funny. You know, let me see if this person, you know, you know, has, you know, manners and stuff can yeah. hold the door for me. Now, bro, it's, it's, it's completely screening now. How much money do you make? What kind of Preach. car do you drive? You know, can you, you know, pay your bills? Obviously just stuff like that, but it's a lot of stuff, bro where it, it really doesn't matter when it comes to a relationship. It's more so of the things that are, you know, just the, the assets, the stuff, obviously long-term, right? It, it the, makes the condiments. The condiments, bro. It's the condiments. It don't matter. You know what I mean? If your meal is fire without the ranch and the ketchup, live with your with, with that shit, okay? Right. It's fine. And eventually right. we can ask, you know what I mean? We can communicate about it or we can go to the store and get our own ranch and ketchup. You know what I mean? So what I mean by that in our relationships, we can work through that stuff. And, and one thing I'll, I'll mention, you know, obviously, you know, we're in the, we're in the, in the world now where it's like the, the beautiful woman, you know, there is, there's growth, there's powers, woman empowerment. There's a lot going on, going behind that. And for me, honestly, I think it, it makes it a lot harder on, on guys too, because also the media also portrays, you know, I want a guy who gone, you know, buy me a Birkin bag. I want a guy who's going to get my nails done. And, and, and to keep it, keep it honest with you, I, I pay for my, my wife to get her nails done. It's like 75 bucks. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and I'm in, I'm in Indianapolis, so I don't even know what it is in, in LA. So I know it's something crazy, but just like a standard basic, like just getting your nails done is 70 bucks, like extra, obviously it'll be more, but it's about around 70, 75 bucks. Like, like getting all that stuff done and stuff. And it's like now that women have a little bit of what men had back in the day, it's kind of like women are like, you gotta, you gotta get here. You gotta meet me or beat me or it ain't, it ain't, it ain't nothing to be had, seen, done around here. Yeah, but it's on side it, of it, it, no, it's like the expectations are almost higher, but not from a, not from a, uh, what matters standpoint from, uh, from the condiments. I think that's a perfect example. It's like, it's like people more worried about the sauce than they are about the actual substance, the actual food itself. Things, want, that, things that we can, controllables, things that we can fix are things that we can exactly. get to when it's that time. So exactly. what happens is, bro, we go out and then we find somebody who makes $100,000, like I'm making $100,000. And, you know, we just looking at the surface level stuff. But then when it's time to really get into the relationship and really they people- They don't love people, you the right way. They don't- lost. Yeah, you get all lost because when you was going into a relationship, you was too busy looking at everything on the outside instead of looking at this man's heart, looking at this man's character. And it could be vice versa too, yeah. with men looking at women, you know what I'm saying? So I just think for us, you know, there is a checklist for millennial women, you know, and man too. There is a checklist that people have to cross, even to just get in the door to have a decent conversation, bro. Like yeah. it's so funny. 
like when you walk in the store and I'm a, I'm a generally polite guy, you know, most days. And, you know, say if you're walking past one minute, hey, how you doing? Just being polite. Yeah. Guess what? Oh, I got a boyfriend. Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. I, I ain't asked you if you had I a boyfriend. I ain't asked you none of that. I just, I just was saying, how you doing? That's it. I'm just being polite. You know what right. I'm saying? So it's so funny, man. Just, just kind of seeing it. And I seen something too, because I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I'm gonna play both sides of the fence. I see women all the time to say, know your worth, right? right? You know, understand that, you know, you gotta, you know, go and do what's best for you, get out there and get it, you know, and, and have somebody that can, can complete you. So let me ask you this. Uh-oh. And I wrote this down, bro. And it's Take a little a deep, but follow me, follow me if uh if if you if I uh if I lost you. So mm-hmm. in a relationship, everybody wants to be better. Um, they want to have it all. They want somebody to meet them halfway. Um, they call it equally yoked, right? Mm-hmm. So um, is there a fine line between having somebody meet you in the middle or somebody saying, I need to have somebody that can provide this? Like, what is like that that breaking point where you're like, okay, this person says, you know, they want to meet me halfway, but I'm not willing to entertain somebody that you know doesn't have this or doesn't have that i guess what's your thought on on that for 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 a woman to make sure that they are being appreciated and you know they they are knowing their worth can a woman really know that know their worth if they're you know maybe starting a relationship off 60 40 or you know 75 25 you know is can uh can it eventually get to that point that's a good question man uh I think first, before you even get to that point, before you even get to a relationship, that woman or that man, whatever, they need to know their worth themselves while they're single. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you need to have that self-identity and be able to know your worth as an individual. That way, when you do get in that relationship, if there is some 60-40 or whatever the case may be, that's fine because at the end of the day, you know who you are inside. Maybe it's 60-40 because that's what works for, for this relationship. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe that's what works to make this thing happen. Don't let the relationship dictate who you are as a person, as a woman or a man. You know what I mean? I'm going to kind of compare it to sports real quick in a weird way. But like, it's kind of like when LeBron initially left the Cavaliers and went to the Heat and had to join, you know, Dwayne Wade. And it was a lot of talks. I'm like, dang, like, whose team is it? Who, who Who's going to take less of the power? Who's going? And it was a weird power dynamic early on. D Wade had the, the mindset like, you know what, in order for this to work, I have to take a step down, give more responsibility and leadership to LeBron. And you see what happened with that. So to bring it back full circle, same thing with relationships. Every relationship is, is its own entity and it has its own flavor, its own flow. Everybody got something different that works for them. So in your household, if if, if the man, you know, coming 60% of the way, the woman comes 40% of the way, whether that's fi- fi- uh, financially, because we can go a lot of categories, but if we're just talking like finances, for example, if the man's, you know, bringing 75% of the finances to the table and the woman's only bringing 25%, if that what works for them, then that's cool, but that woman is still worthy. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, she just had to... I'm sure if she had to make more, she can do it. And just vice versa. And, and that's just using money as the example, but yeah. whatever that is. You... Even for a guy, bro, like even for yeah. a guy, like I think a lot of the times too, you know, and which is good. I think, I think women should hold themselves to a standard, you know, put themselves on, on a pedestal and things like that. But I honestly think too, you know, you can also shoot yourself out of a game. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you can put yourself on a pedestal so tall where you're missing out on guys who may just be a little bit underneath you and just with a little help, you know what I mean? With a little bit of your oomph can help them get to that next point. You essentially, when you get into relationships, you want to make each other better. I mean, that's the, right. that's the, the, the thought process. That's kind of what you want to do. Yeah, right. you want, especially <laughs> like when you get married, you want to, when you create a union, you're one, right? So, you know, your success is my success, you know, and we build and we stack bricks. You know what I mean? I call it like stacking bricks. Yep. That's what we brick doing. by brick. Brick yep. by brick. You know what I mean? So sometimes women can shoot themselves, you know, in the foot by putting themselves on a, on a tall pedestal. Don't get me wrong. Put yourself up there. Know your worth. But there are a lot of men out there that I think are worthy enough to go get women that women may think are, you know, they're out of their league. Right? I, don't need I hate the word right. out of their league because more times than not, when they say out of their league, that means, you know, they can't afford, you know. It comes down to money and job, job title. Yep. <laughs> but it's about the, it's about your mental space. If you guys are there mentally, you guys are connected, you know, everything else can be worked on. And obviously, finances and, and other things, you know, that will become important, you know, you'll be able to make a way, you know what I'm saying? If, if right. like I said, on my last, on the last pod, you know, love, love is the biggest thing. Love will conquer all love will fix those problems. You know what I mean? Obviously I'm a, yeah. I'm a spiritual man myself, you know what I mean? But I ain't going to get on my, on my, on my soapbox about that, but <laughs> you know, a union and God and stuff like that is, that's what, that's what creates you know, that, that cohesiveness, oh, you know what yes. I mean? It'll, it'll bridge that gap, you know what I'm saying? So I just don't, I just kind of hate how the world and, and you know, especially the media has put, put it hard on, you know, this brother that's working a nine to five, you know, good, smart brother, sharp, funny, you know what I mean? He may want to go talk to this woman, you know, who is making, you know, $150,000, $200,000, but he may not have a chance because she's only checking the checklist and she's not right. checking at that brother's heart and understanding where he coming from to see if she, he can actually be a good fit for her. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes, sometimes it is a good situation to have somebody that make the same as you or even better than you. And that's just kind of the world we live in. You know, we, we subconsciously put identities on ourselves um, and put ourselves in certain situations and roles and stuff like that. But I just think, bro, you know, with, with us millennials, you know, we want things fast, you know, and, you know, by women doing so many great things now, you know, they, they do. And I, I, as a man, I think they do hold men to a higher standard. It, like, Hey, you got to come harder. You got to do more. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you know, don't, don't bite off more than you can chew. You know what right. I'm saying? Don't, don't be, you know, I don't want you single for the rest of your life. You know don't miss saying? out on a great opportunity because you got this you. checklist. You. you know what I mean? Cause money can change. People can make more money, less money, lose a job, get a job. But that love, that love, bro. That love will get you bro. through. Bro, it's real. And I also think too, bro, this is another angle about millennials, bro. I also think too that millennials love to be admired. Mm. rather than rather than liked and loved right so it's about the chase you know what i mean mm -hmm. I, I remember just in college, somebody wants me high school yeah somebody <laughs> wants me you know what i mean i got three or four people on my line you know hitting me up like you know if for for men women they they love being chased they love being loved I, it was it was an interview or something um stephen curry's wife what's his wife what's his wife name aisha Aisha Curry. Yeah. Which is something. And people talking about on my up. show. <laughs> yeah, she was talking about something. What, she, what, what was she saying? She was just saying how she was it's saying okay how, for... Yeah, I think she kind of was saying like um, how she doesn't really get like outside compliments, you know, from other men and how sometimes, you know, it would be nice to to, to, yeah. to get that every now and then. And, and 
she got backlash. You know, I think even at the time I might have said something, but I honestly I understand where she's coming which from. Which is fair. Yeah, which is it's fair. fair for her to say that. I, I didn't I didn't like her publicly saying it just because I I think for staff, it just I don't know that it's one the best look. Yeah. But if I'm keeping it a buck and we on the porch right now, yeah, we all got some insecurities sometimes. We all want we all like to be admired in some cases. And it do make you feel good to get a compliment or something, you know, from an outside source. Because sometimes you get used to your family, your friends, or your, obviously your, your significant other saying, oh, you look good today. You got a nice haircut or whatever. It's like, well, you've been telling me that for 10 years. So I I, I know how you feel about me. Like, let me see. Are you for real? Or, or, or are you yeah. just being nice because you love me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you hear, hear from the outside, you're like, oh, they, they ain't got no, they have no reason to just lie or make up yeah. or they don't care about me. So, you know, it's. It's interesting, bro. I think it comes from insecurities, though, which I think we all have to some degree. Yeah, 100%, bro. And I think also, too, you know, with the admire, being admired and, and being loved, I think it's all, all it's a temporary fix. You know, we like you said, it, it, it might be something internally, you know, some type of insecurities that we have, kind of a, you know, pat me on the back, you know, my endorphins are up because I know people are looking at me, you know, women kind of feeling feeling the vibe and, you know, vice versa and stuff like that. So, I mean, it feels good, but it's temporary, man. It's so temporary. And ain't nothing like something that's concrete. And I'll keep saying concrete because it takes a lot to break the concrete. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Coming home and like you said, for 10 years, your wife said you got a good haircut. You know, even though you hear it all the time, you know, it's coming from a good place. It's not just temporary. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's something that is always going to keep you going. It's solid. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's a great foundation. That's why I'm talking about concrete. Come on now. It's like fried now, chicken bro. with me. It's like it's like it's like I know for a fact, <laughs> no matter what, for that fried chicken is going fried chicken is going to be good. If I if I had to pick one food for the rest of my life, give me that chicken, give me that fried chicken, and I'm gonna be straight. Now there might hey. be some days where you might got to taste for a pork chop every now and then. Hey, and maybe up. some days, bro, you go to the barber shop and the, and the barber put a little bit too much lemon pepper on your shit on your hair. It's a little too much. Hey, but, the, but the but the old lady still gonna love you. She's gonna be like, you got a little pepper in your shit, but we gonna make it. We, we gonna, gonna make, make it work. It you still good, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at with it, bro. I just think it's just so many different angles with millennials, bro. That you know and. <sighs> I really don't want to talk about it, but we're going to get into it. Talk about it. Say it. We're going to get into it because we're on the Thursday. We got right, our so. drinks. We got our cups. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We got our drinks. You know what I mean? It's, uh, so let's just talk about, let's talk about the, the, the normalcy of uh -oh. body augmentation. Okay. We're gonna talk about that real quick. We're gonna just briefly scan on over it because I mean, person. for me, I've never had plastic surgery. I mean, I'm pretty sure you've never had plastic surgery. Men are getting it done too, right? So yeah. this is a conversation that will be had on both ends. This is not a lopsided conversation, but we were just talking about being admired. We we're just talking about how people love to be chased, how people love to be seen and people to like them and things like that too. And I think sometimes too, I think a lot of times too, people, do do those type of things, you know, going to the, the knife and, and just to be admired just a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I think it is something where it makes them feel a little better on the inside. But at the same time, I think it's just something, you know, it, it, they want people to look, you know what I mean? You get your booty right. done, you get your breasts done, you know, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where you, you want people to look at you, you know, like a snack pretty right. much, right? <laughs> but right. at the same time, bro, it's like, no matter what you change on your body, you ain't gonna change your heart or your character. You know what I'm saying? So once you talking to that man and you got all this all this work done to yourself, 
he only gonna look at you as a sex item. You know what I'm saying? He's not gonna look at you for who you are. Maybe eventually down the road, but you know, eventually. you changing yourself is not gonna change anything about you. You know what I mean? It'll change how you look at yourself in the mirror and which that probably will be a good thing. But right. it's from the form of being in a relationship, you know, you creating, you know, your body in a certain way to get attention and have people look at you, then they only gonna look at you like they look at the menu at the restaurants, right? Like they just want to eat something, something looks good. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not something that's long-term. That's not, that's no concrete with, with that, with that, right. with that view. You know what I'm saying? So this is just to my ladies, like, you know, I see it, everybody getting it done. You know what I mean? For one, be careful with it. Cause you know, everybody in their mama, everybody in their mama, let's say they had a doctor getting it done from food, who, and folks in them around the corner. You know what I mean? I saw buddy on, 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 on Post Road doing it. That. Yeah. yeah, bro, it's everywhere. So be careful with it. And I know it's more so of a, a thing where women were like, I want to look at myself in the mirror and feel confident and stuff like that. But it's like, somebody going to love you and respect you. Nine times out of 10, they going to love you and respect you before you you got the, the augmentations done and the body done and all that stuff. And I hear guys getting it done too. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just, man, look. Yeah, they get chin change and they nose change. Yeah, chin, chain. I, you oh, know yeah. what I mean? Um, Stomach, right? Yeah, Funk Flex got his, you know what I mean, lipo. I mean, you got to do what you got to do to feel better, be healthy and stuff like that. But some of those things where I think it's not a, a necessity per se, you know, it's not going to change the way you, you're viewed in a relationship or how somebody treats you either. You know what I'm saying? Right. My, my, my thoughts behind it is um, like, it's not for me. Like, I'm not, I'm not planning on ever getting anything done to me. You know what I'm saying? I try to do my thing naturally. That that's my, that's my vibe. But my, my thing is if you're going to do it, it kind of goes along with, with what you're saying, do it for the right reasons. Right reasons, bro. Don't do it because you know, your own insecure. I keep bringing up insecurities. I think it's so important. Don't do it because your own insecurities or because you want the outside world to validate who you are. Do it because, Hey, maybe it is helping you out from a health standpoint. Maybe as a woman, you had a baby and you got some excess fat or something that you just want to get removed because you're, you know, that's not what you used to having. You know, maybe you're getting older and I know women, they, they breasts start to sag naturally. There's nothing you can do. You can't work out and fix that. So maybe you want to get those. I get it. There's a lot of cases, you know, and explanations behind it, which is why I'm not like, I'm not like 100% against it. I just want to make sure that we're doing it for the right reasons and we're not just doing it to, for the likes on Instagram. You're not doing it so so guys can can look at you because like you said, Bolo, guys will see a woman. You know, maybe body looks amazing, but that initial look—that's it. It's, it's just a, like a snack. Then that it'll be it'll just be surface level. Exactly, it'll be surface level. Now it can change, but yeah. initially that's what it you're is. A, you're taking a chance. You're taking a chance. You know what I mean? So I was, it's funny, bro. I was I was asking Kayla too. I was like. Do you think it's appropriate if, you know, people are dating and then this woman or this man or whoever mm -hmm. has had multiple surgeries? It, it, do you think it's important for, for that person to share that information with their partner? Because I'm like, man, mm. if I'm dating a girl, if I'm dating a girl with a big ass booty, yeah. some big ass <laughs> breasts, you know what I mean? All this stuff and, you know, got her face done and, you know, lips, nose done and stuff. And I'm like, OK, I think I'm going to marry this girl. Mm -hmm. And, you know. Maybe maybe I'm a little naive to to okay she got a breast and her her, her butt done but I'm about to say you probably gonna know you but. probably gonna know right you'll know yeah. but you know sometimes you know the chin the lips the nose you know it, it can sometimes it can be deceiving where you don't know if they actually got it right. done and you have a kid with this person they come out with a big ass nose or 
some little ass lips or something. And you like, God damn, like, I ain't got no little ass lips or big ass nose. Like, what the did fuck you, did you, you cheat on me? You know what I'm saying? So then, you know, you finally talk to her after you had a baby and she'd be like, yeah, I got everything done. Like, do you think that women, let's just say women, because we're both guys here. Let's just think, let's just talk about our relationships just mm-hmm. a little bit. Do you think if, you know, uh, do you think Chanel should come to you and, and can confide and consult in you before getting any plastic surgery done? Or is it something where it's like, it's my body, my decision, I'm gonna make it happen. What do you think? Is that a regular conversation that needs to be had or can she just go get it done? I'm married, we're one. So yes, you need to, we need to communicate. Now, yes, it's your body. I'm not in control of your body. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying, but uh-huh. we need to at least have a conversation. Even if your decision is that you're going to do it anyway, we need to at least talk about it beforehand. So we're, so I just understand why I'm like, Hey, but, but Chanel, why are you getting the surgery done? Why, why, why is this? Like, I need to understand your reasoning. Let me make sure it's, it's for, it's for a good reason. You're not just doing it, you know, for, for, for whatever, you know what I mean? Like we married, we won. So I think it's different between marriage. Now, to go back to your original point, if you're just like meeting somebody and you're like dating, I don't think the woman or the man needs to announce that like on the first date. Hey, my name's Darnell Smith. I got my nose done uh, last year. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's necessary. But right, yeah, right, right. if you get to a point where you're married and you having you about to have kids, then yeah, at that point you might want to you might want to know that like I had like a I ain't, I ain't had no motherfucking lips. You know, <laughs> I had no lips. Yeah. You know, and and if you marry, like, you can talk about everything anyway. So, like, I feel like that's something that's important enough. Come. Yeah, I'm just, I, I was just curious. I think yeah. I would want to know, too. Yeah. Just, like, don't come out the blue and, and, and get something done. Because I do hear, too, that, like, the recovery is crazy. Like, you got to have a great support system, bro, when it comes mm. to the recovery side of things, bro. So, that's just me, though. Like, like you know, if you get it done, you know, you know, be careful and you know, like like you said, bro, make sure you're doing it for for the right reasons. And, it's some and good not, hey, it's some good surgeons right, out bro. there, bro. Let me be real. Yeah, they they, they changed the game, I but I now bro. A couple out there, bro. <laughs> yeah, married, bro. But I still I got eyes. I'm married, well, but you look at the menu, but you know, yeah. that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so with that, with that <laughs> with that being said, you know, segueing from that, bro. You know, everybody is, you know, makeup is big. You know, weave is big, you know, it's it's just a lot of wigs and you know, nails and body augmentations. It's uh it's it's real big right now too. And um I think too there's a falsehood on beauty. Mm. What I mean by that is I don't think people really understand the definition of beauty. You know what right. I'm saying? I think we we uh even men too, I think we search for the wrong things when it comes to looking for a beautiful woman. You know, we look at what we see a lot from the Instagram models with, you know, all the filters and, you know, cropping out, you know, stretch marks and all that stuff. So I think I really do think as men, though, we have lost sight of what a beauty in a woman is because right. of social media and because of seeing all of these women, you know, with, you know, the, their bodies done and, you know, the long hair and stuff like that. So we have, we do this conception you know, when it comes to really finding somebody that is truly beautiful. And to a woman's point too, I think sometimes women probably do feel like they have to go get some stuff done so they can fit that category of beauty. But baby, that ain't it. That ain't beauty. You know what I'm saying? That ain't beauty. That ain't what it is. That ain't what it is. And I mean, and 
I'm speaking from my perspective, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm speaking from, you know, how I view people and stuff like that. But I mean, there, there are some guys out here that really appreciate a woman that look like that, you know what and I'm be, but, but listen, I'm, I'm not saying they not beautiful. Beautiful comes in different, you tall, short, Absolutely. thick, everything. Rip, but don't, Beauty don't is fall. not one thing though. Exactly. It's one like, way, it's not, bro. It's not a box. <laughs> yeah, bro. I think, I think the, the, the world and the media has put this woman together you know what I mean? To look one way and everybody kind of starts to strive to be that type of beautiful. You know what I'm uh -huh. saying? Like, like no silly shit, bro. Like when I'm looking at Instagram and shit and I'm seeing people do whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Going on vacations and shit and doing whatever they need to do, bro. Bro, tell her I said, what's up? Say how to the boys. My, my wife going to work, man. Nice yeah, shit. Popping. You ain't gonna lean in, baby? Ah. <laughs> She, hey, independent hustler. You know what I mean? Hustler. Nurse, front line with it. You know what I mean? But my but fault, bro, so jump back in, yeah, my fault. Nah, bro, you know, you know how I be, bro. Too many hit, hits to the head, bro. You forget what you was talking about. But um, <laughs> what was we talking about, bro? Hey, what was we talking about, okay, uh, different beauty is not in one box. There's different types of beauty. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I follow yeah. you now. So, Bro, so with that, with that being said, bro, the beauty side of things, like I said, the social media creates that one type of beautiful woman and everybody, you know, starts to go out and want to be that. Yeah. But for, and when I'm watching the, the social media and stuff like that, it's every all these women look alike, bro. I ain't gonna even I ain't gonna even flex, bro. No cap, bro. You're preaching like, right all now. these women looking the same, bro. Like when it comes to the body side of things, bro, skin complexion, hair, like. Everybody looking the same. Like I'd be like, God damn, these all these girls look the same, bro. Like, and to me, bro, I'm not, I'm not into that. Like, everybody wants the same chick that look the same. Come on, man. And like, bro, dude, I, first of all, you preaching. In LA, <laughs> you preaching. I live in LA. I see it. I see everybody trying to look a certain, you know. And I don't want to name drop, but everybody want to look like kind of the, like like the Kardashians. And I'm not dissing the Kardashians. I'm just saying I think they're so global as stars that a lot of women look at them as like idols and role models from a physical standpoint from from a shape standpoint especially out here and that's cool like i, I ain't gonna do your thing but like be different dare, dare to be different you know what i'm saying and the way i live life in general i like to, i like to be different anyway relationship uh career if y'all going left i'm going right just because you know four what i mean four times or not just for gp just to see what's going on over here <laughs> so as a as a woman and as a man because we both get surgery Hey man, be be you know what I mean. Be you, be you, be the best you, and you and, and, and be confident in who you are because you look good, baby girl. Stop playing. You look good. Hey, so with that being said, you know what I'm saying. Do what you do. You know what I mean. Go to Doctor Miami. You know what I mean. Get your get your mind right. You know, look beautiful. If that makes you feel beautiful, but having surgery will not change your heart. It will not make your heart any better. It will not change the character of who you are. Okay. I just want to say that, all right? That ain't going to change what somebody thinks of you. You know what I'm saying? They just going to see more of the physical physical side of things. You know what I mean? You see that thing beating in that chest? You see that thing beating in my it's chest? Heart. That's what it's about. That's what I'm it's about, about man. So we switching gears, man. Millennial, man. I'm, I'm happy to be a millennial, though. You know what I mean? Because we, you know, like I said, we, we game changers, bro. We do a lot of different stuff, bro. We, we like... We invent a lot of different stuff and not a, a lot of new waves. You yep. know what I'm saying? So I'm a part to be a part of that, man. And I just, I just want to get to a point, you know, where 
you know, relationship wise where, you know, there's respect, you know, from both parties, you know, cause I feel like there used to be like a, an extreme amount of respect for women back in the day when it comes to like treating a woman like a woman. Chivalry holding the door open for them. You know what, you what I'm saying? I mean? Small stuff them, like that. Little stuff, pushing their chair in, you know, letting it's them walk first. Now, it's different. It's a little different. Like you said, bro, I got an old soul. So I, I think a little differently, mm-hmm. but I think it, it, it is, it's, Things are changing, man. Things you got changing, hey, you, I know we dying down because I will say this: you gotta be careful with, with chivalry nowadays. Because sometimes, man, you will hold the door before a woman. She's like, I don't need you to hold the door for me, bro. That's my pet peeve, bro. <laughs> if you hold the door for you and you don't say thank you, I just hope you just trip on the curb when you walk outside the door. <laughs> like, no cap, like, cause that is like one of the rudest things. Like one of my bro, like that, and like if I say like bless you and you don't say thank you. Like Ooh. those are like my biggest pet peeves. I said like, bless you. Say, like my oh, man, I'm, I'm blessing you. Like I'm trying to be light. Like you know what I mean. Blessing. I'm trying to be nice here. Right. You know what I mean. That shit kills me, bro. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean that's all. That, that's all. Really, you know, I got on the millennial conversation. I think you know, at the end of the day, you know, people like who they like. They want what they want. But going back to perception, like don't. I think with women, women know what they don't like. Mm. I don't think I don't think they necessarily know what they want, but they know what they don't like. You know what I'm saying? So when we're talking about that task list, right? Yeah. That task list is pretty much presented to that man in regards to you know what they don't have. They don't have this. No, nope. can't be this. broke. Don't have this can't be broke. Sex gotta no be problem. good. Yeah, you know. No what I'm saying? kids. Uh, uh, what else? What else on the list? Big criteria, bro. It's a lot. You know, you ain't. It's a, it's a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I think, you know, if we more so look into, you know, building relationships, building a connection, rather than some of the things we can eventually get to, then you know, I think I think things would be a little bit better. Um, you know, shout out to the women out there holding it down, doing sure. everything, and you know, working, being moms. You know, even being in relationships, dating and stuff like that, you know, just know that, you know, as much as you're successful, you know, as much as you can be successful, you know, that's a kudos to you. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't, I, for me, bro, this isn't real shit for me. I, I feel like for women, you don't have to find somebody that is just successful as you. But if you got, if that person has a good drive, a good heart, good mindset, and can also make you better, then that comes to, you know, when you guys are becoming one, you guys are becoming better together. You know what I'm saying? Facts. That's what it's Facts. about, bro. Had a long term vision. Everything ain't short term. Everything ain't right now. Oh, you got long term. We getting up in age, bro. We getting up. We getting up yeah. there, bro. We knocking on thirty, bro. I know people who are already thirty, bro. So it's like you, you only can, you only can really run this marathon. You know what I mean? Before them legs tighten up on you, you really ain't gonna be running full speed no more. If you know what I mean? Yes. Yes. That's facts, bro. You man, we had, man. I feel like we. I feel like that was damn near a come on joke right there. I don't know if you had come something on, church, to add on the end. Church, church. Hey man, let's, you know, you know, I, hey, you know I gotta come on. You know, I'm, I got. You know, I gotta come on Joe for you too, bro. You gotta come I gotta on Joe for me. Joe for you, bro. Well, talk to me then, Bolo Ben. Hey y'all, it's come on Joe. Y'all watched the first two episodes. If you didn't, first of all, go watch them. Then come back to this one. But come on, Joe is when my guy Bolo Bands. He from the shots. He come out here and he gonna drop yeah. some gems on you. Whatever's on his mind, good, bad, ugly, whatever it is, he gonna be real. So it's time for my man Bolo. Come on, Joe, get it. Appreciate you, brother. Hey, look, I'll leave you guys with this. We're talking about millennials, we're talking about love, 
you know, we're talking about everything under the sun when it comes to relationships and things like that. And the first thing that we really talked about was communicating and really trying, right? So that millennial, you know, compared to minimum, right? So people just seeing, you know, like the baby boomers seeing millennials that of just doing the bare minimum, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Even in relationships. So I was listening to Deion Sanders one day and he says, you have to have a purpose for your practice. Like obviously practice makes perfect practice makes perfect, right? Mm -hmm. But you have to have a purpose for your practice. So when you're going into relationships and, and when you're going through hard situations and things like that, there's a purpose for the practice that, that you're, that you're putting in. You know what I mean? That's because mm -hmm. you want the long-term, you want something that's concrete. You want something that's solid. You know what I'm saying? If you are, you know, creating concrete, what happens when you create concrete, you know, you throw the, the mixer in there, you throw the water in there and what happened It's loose It's, it's you know, it ain't, it ain't together yet. But when you keep mixing it around, you mixing it around, that means you're working on it, you're working on it, you're practicing. But the purpose of you mixing it around is so it can become hard, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're practicing with a purpose, you're practicing to get to that end goal to make it something concrete. So follow me. So when I'm mixing, I'm mixing, I'm working, I'm tired. You in that relationship, you know what I mean? You're working and you're tired and you having constant battles and communication and things ain't working. But just know as you continue to mix, that concrete is beginning, beginning to harden. It's beginning to harden and you work it out and you continue to do it and you continue to be persistent with it and you communicate, what's going to happen? It's going to all turn hard and that communication is going to be there. You know what I mean? That foundation is going to be set. You know what I mean? So when it comes to relationships, when it comes to work, when it comes to anything, have purpose behind the practice. You just can't, you know, have routine, you know, because routine and discipline are two different things. All right. Let me just tell you all that routine and discipline are two different things. Right. Discipline is stronger than routine because routine, it can be just going through the motions. You know what I mean? Just doing it just to do it just out of habit. But it could be a bad habit. But if you got discipline behind it, that means you're doing it the right way to get a better result. All right. So it's purpose behind y'all practice. All right. When you're creating concrete, Concrete don't start off as concrete, y'all. It start off soft. You know what I mean? You got to mix that thing up. You mix that thing up and eventually it's going to harden. And just like your relationships, if you keep working on it, you keep pushing yourself, that relationship going to become solid where you know what? Can't nobody break y'all, bro. Can't nobody break y'all. And that is your Come On Joe segment, man. And I appreciate y'all. Love is love. Happy Valentine's Day to y'all. Happy Valentine's Day. Even though it's not a real holiday, y'all, enjoy that. Have fun. Show that extra love to your loved one. And uh, <laughs> if you've been saving something in the back pocket, go ahead and pull that out. Literally. Ah. Bread. And uh, hey, man, that was some powerful words right there, man. Purpose. Hey, man, hey, man I would appreciate I it, man. Look. Hey, we just getting better, man. We just get better. And eventually we're going to start having, you know, guests on the shows and getting different perceptions. And they, don't want they, they ain't ready for that, though. They scared of that. They, they, they ain't ready for that. Scared we, of that. We don't want to be on that high seat. But until then, you always going to hear from my, from my boy D-Nell and then yours truly. You know what I'm saying? That's just what we do, man. We yes, are the sir. porch, baby. We are the Let's porch. Subscribe right now. Like, comment, share, save. And we'll see y'all again next week, man. Peace. Peace out. Always knew I would make it. I'm locked in. Never stopping. I got money. They act like they like me. Foreign women, expensive and pricey. Doing things I ain't seen and it's shocking. Yeah, they love me. They like how I'm rocking. Showing love since the day that I got it. Yeah. Every day finding ways to make profit. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E. 
AV on YouTube.